So I'd like to discuss um, Jesse Powell. You know, he's the CEO of Kraken. And not just him, but, you know, the, the top investors of Kraken, their legal team, um, you know, their, their high executive um, officers, because um, something has been bothering me <laughs> with these people for a long time. And it's not just Kraken, you know, I also will file Coinbase uh, for, for, for many of the same things. But I'm specifically going to talk about Kraken today. And that is, um, I saw this tweet about, you know, Kraken listing Luna 2. And, you know, the, uh, the crypto industry, at least Nick Carter, you know, has been pretty vocal about Luna, the first one. And saying, you know, he was one of the only few, you know, crypto, crypto bros around you know, prominent enough, right, respected in the community that was calling out the Luna, the first one, um, to some extent, I guess he had a few tweets maybe about it. I don't, I know, I don't remember seeing those, but, um, uh, okay. I'll give him that. Uh, so then he asked the question under, uh, so no, let me step back. So Nick Carter was one of the only few, you know, he claims that was uh, warning about the Luna, uh, being like a fraud or a Ponzi and it eventually going to collapse. Well, you know, he said basically that we need to be better as a crypto industry of self-policing. We need to be better of calling out frauds, right? And we need to be better at calling out, yes, some prominent Bitcoin people like Novogratz who had the Luna tattoo on his arm, or, you know, maybe that Raul Paul guy. I don't even know if he was pumping Luna, but they, they've been writing him lately. Uh, but anyways, like prominent sort of promoters of, of Bitcoin or crypto in general, the industry, Nick Carter says, needs to be better about policing itself or else the regulators are going to come down and throw out the good, supposedly the good, which is Bitcoin, uh, you know, out with the bathwater, which, you know, the bad, the bad part of the crypto industry. So, you know, you know, he's, I assume if, if Nick Carter didn't like Luna 1, that he doesn't like Luna 2. And there was this tweet by the Kraken Exchange that said they were going to list Luna 2. <laughs> and, uh, and Nick Carter responded in a tweet basically just with why, question mark. And Jesse Powell responded to him with something like, uh, just because we at Kraken decide to list a token doesn't mean we endorse it. That was one of his comments. The other comment was... Um, that you don't know, you don't understand how an exchange operates. We can't just list Bitcoin. We need other tokens. And then also that the clients wanted it. If the clients want it, then Jesse Powell lists it. Or, or you know, if the clients want it, Jesse Powell wants to give it to them. Uh, and his claim was that they'll just go elsewhere if we don't list it, which is not a very good argument in my opinion. Yes, if you just take the phrase, we list what the client wants, and without considering the context, then, you know, you can basically rattle this stupid claim off and it, and it, you know, makes sense to some people. But if you think carefully about what this claim means, it doesn't make sense, especially in the larger, the larger context of us talking about Luna 2 and whether this token should be listed or not. 
And, you know, I'll just say that any crypto exchange that is listing a token is for sure endorsing it. What does endorsing it means? mean? It means that they've at least legally endorsed it, right? So they legally think that they're okay, you know, legally speaking, to list Luna 2 and whatever other token uh, the Kraken Exchange wants to list. It means at least they've, they've probably talked to their legal team and they have some idea of the probability, you know, of a SEC enforcement action or fraud charges coming against them or private lawsuits. So they've, they've worked all these numbers out. They've probably crunched the details. Now they have to act fast in the crypto industry. I mean, this Luna 2 was just announced and I think Kraken got on board maybe what day of or next day. So, I mean, that's pretty, pretty, pretty quick turnaround time. You know, they got to tell, they got to figure out their legal and whether they're going to do it first <laughs> before they tell the engineers, go, go, uh, go set this up. So uh, maybe they didn't do a good, good analysis here. I don't know, but I'm just saying that um, any exchange that's listing a token is taking on some amount of risk, right? Because it may, it may be very small, but it's still a risk. And, um, and you are for sure endorsing it. Like, again, you know, you're, you're, if you list a bad product online, like if, you, if you're selling poison to somebody, but you camouflage it as soap, say Walmart gets some, some new soap um, distributor, right? And they've really just camouflaged this soap from a manufacturer. Uh, they've never heard of this manufacturer. They think it's soap, right? Because, I mean, it says soap on the box. Uh, but, you know, it turns out to be poison or something like that that's harmful. Well, I guarantee you that, um, that if, if Walmart says, well, we didn't endorse it, right? We didn't endorse this product. We're just, we're just selling it, right? Um, they would have some responsibility there. <laughs> Uh, for not looking into it, maybe not testing it. And, you know, Jesse, Jesse Powell is going to say, well, this isn't, this isn't Walmart. We're a marketplace. We're allowing people to exchange between each other. Um, are you really though? I mean, are you really, you know, are you trading against your clients ever? Cause I know I'm pretty sure that crypto exchanges are doing this. Um, so you do have some interaction with this, with the customers. I realize that it's maybe not exactly exactly like a Walmart, but you know, it's like, you know, even a even a even a big retail distributor. I mean, like a Walmart store, there, um, you're not really buying the soap from Walmart directly. Walmart didn't make the soap. They, you know, they're they're basically a third middleman. Um, anyways, that's not a great analogy, and I don't really want to go down that that um, that direction, <laughs> but. I just want to claim that, um, and here's another thing ticking me, ticking me off about Jesse Powell. There's several things, but I'll, I'll, I'll refer to another tweet that I just saw uh, somebody write about. And this is um, Jim Chanos was interviewed by this Crypto Critics Corner podcast. And um, he was basically saying he has a short on Coinbase. And the reason why is because he thinks that um, their fees are going to have to come down eventually, uh, that they were charging... I don't know, 4% or something. Um, and that they're going to have to have to, um, to compete with these other exchanges and that the fees will be lowered. And this is their main profit engine apparently. Uh, so he has a short and he's, he's bearish, I guess on it. And Jesse Powell was in his tweet apparently was saying, Oh, well, you're comparing, you know, borders books like the brick and mortar to Amazon, you know, so he thinks he's Amazon and he thinks that he's very different from uh, like, I guess he's comparing himself to a stock 
broker now, uh, which I don't think he wants to be doing, right? Because it makes you think, well, why, why, why do stockbrokers have all these rules and regulations and, and you don't, right? Why do you not have to follow the law uh, and other people do? <laughs> but he's just kind of arrogant. Just, just this, this guy is so arrogant. He's breaking so many rules, right, with his little exchange, and it's not so small, right? But he's breaking a lot of laws. And he's just like basically laughing on Twitter about the criticisms from this big name who basically he's come up with this slogan called the golden age of fraud, Jim Chanos. And, and he, um, he, uh, you know, he's, 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 um, he's a big name and he's basically just explaining his short position and why he thinks Coinbase is in trouble as far as, you know, their profits might be squeezed. And here's Jesse Powell. Um, they didn't even talk about, you know, in this interview, what specific laws Coinbase might be breaking. And they didn't even talk about maybe their profits are going to be strained because they're breaking all these laws and they're going to have to have fight all these legal battles in the future. That wasn't even mentioned, you know, and this Jesse Powell guy thinking that he's the future of, of like, trading like this this guy who's not regulated who basically treats his clients like shit um you know basically selling them shit that he knows he knows is shit right he knows luna 2 is probably shit and he's still allowing it on his platform uh to trade and so uh there's the gall of this guy um now what laws like what so i've i really want to start a business or a list at least that allows people to um, easily rank companies and people in this industry by how many laws are they breaking? Like, let, let's let Leo, let, let's have a whole session on how many laws is this Jesse Powell guy? Is he breaking? Well, he's breaking numerous, numerous laws. He's, he's violating securities laws, number one. And this is a good point to go into the Luna 2 token. So, um, and this, this is a little bit disorganized here. I apologize. But, um, so Kraken decides to list Luna too. Now, if you just go read, you know, a quick story on it, they say they airdropped it. And what is an airdrop legally? Who's it? Who's the issuer? Right? Well, the, the person that created the code, in my opinion, you know, putting it out there, but, but you're issuing it by, by dropping it to somebody basically for free. So what they did is they created this Luna 2 token um, and they want to give it to, to, to they want to basically give it out to people who lost money, I suppose, um, in Luna 1. Um, and there's, it's funny because they ended up giving uh, a bunch of Luna 2 to this hacker that stole a bunch of Luna 1. Uh, that's pretty funny. Um, but they can do this, I guess, on the blockchain. I don't, know, don't even know which blockchain this stupid thing is listed on or, or trading on. Um, but what happens when somebody, um, just buys Luna, the first Luna one on Kraken, right? Or on Coinbase. I think Coinbase listed Luna one too, and they don't want to list Luna two, but they listed Luna one. So what Kraken decided was, you know, we're going to help, we're going to help, um, Luna two distribution. We want to help do the airdrop because there's people that, um, bought Luna one on Kraken and just held it right they just held the thing um and they never they never took it to their own address or anything like that so to make them whole 
right? To make them whole, you would have to have an exchange participate. So, you know, so what's going to have what that brings up a good question, like the Coinbase people who had Luna one, right? But now uh, Luna two um, Coinbase is not going to going to help list it, right? And not going to help the airdrop. How do you get your Luna two if you're a Coinbase customer that had Luna one? I guess you're shit out of luck, right? So um, perhaps clients of Kraken who had Luna one who got screwed were clamoring and, and making a lot of noise at Kraken to, to list it. Um, but, you know, Kraken's taking on a big liability here because, in my opinion, they're helping distribute it through this airdrop. They're now legally responsible for this asset. And they're also legally basically the seller of the security, right? The issuer, let's just say, of this security. Um, so, so number one, Kraken has now embedded itself, right? Jesse Powell, who's the head of this company, is now an issuer of Luna 2. So um, I think they could be sued for sure over this Luna 2 issue. Um, but uh, he also says he's not endorsing it. So um, that looks pretty bad for the company. Why are they listing tokens they don't endorse? And why don't they endorse them? Do they think that, that they're shit? Do they think they're not worth anything? Why would you knowingly sell something you don't think you know, is good. I mean, just for the fees, I suppose. Um, well, that that's not a great, that's not going to look great to a judge or a courtroom when somebody brings this argument up that you listed shit and you just let your, your customers um, uh, take, you know, buy this shit that you thought was shit, uh, but just because you wanted the trading fees. Um, so that's not going to look good. Um, but you know, where is Kraken really breaking the law? Besides securities laws, um, you could say that that a lot of people probably don't believe all these tokens are securities. I do. But where else are they clearly breaking the law? Um, without without in naming any, any individual token as a security, right? Because that's, that's hairy. Um, but what is what are they doing with the staking product? Like this staking product looks a lot like the product that BlockFi had, right? Where they got a huge fine against them, where they are basically promising yield um, for dropping, you know, putting putting your Bitcoin with them, putting your your coins with them. Well, is that very different than staking? So staking is. Um, Kraken is offering staking, where you basically say, the coins that I hold at Kraken, yes, I want to put them in the staking pool. That is um, an investment scheme. So Kraken is promising you some type of return, uh, and they're going to probably take their cut, right? But th- but it's a it's a pooled investment scheme. There's uh, there are there is risk involved. It's locked up. Um, technically, the the stake coins could be seized. Um, so. This is an investment scheme, and Kraken is offering it for all of their staked products. Now, what is going on here? Like, why isn't the SEC all over this? They're all over BlockFi. You know, uh, if I were BlockFi, um, you know, Kraken is a competitor here. And I'd be pretty pissed off that I got a $100 million fine. But Kraken gets no fine. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's not just Kraken who's doing this, this offering the staking pool. Uh, Coinbase is probably every single exchange is offering a staking pool. So um, Kraken should be um, prosecuted for securities fraud or offering secure unregistered security product when they say 
to their customers, if you hold your tokens with us and you want us to stake them for you in our staking pool, uh, you know, we're going to give you some amount of reward. Uh, this is clear as day an investment scheme. And I don't think I've, I don't think I've heard anybody talking about this as far as this is an investment scheme, um, this particular type of product. Uh, and I don't know why, and I'm not calling any individual token here security necessarily. I'm calling the, the investment scheme itself where a, Co a Coinbase or a Kraken says, Hey, uh, we'll, we'll stake your coins for you. Um, and you'll get some portion of the reward. That is a securities offering. That's an investment, uh, scheme. And that's a really easy one to tell, right? That's a really easy one to see. Um, that's, that's even undeniable probably from, for all the, the Bitcoin bros out there, right? Um, I know that the crypto people have a really hard time with securities laws, um, but this one should be clear as day for them. So, you know, why is, why are these crypto companies allowed to break the law? Why are they allowed to break laws and they keep breaking them and they don't, they, they laugh about it too, right? They're laughing about it. Um, I don't know why they continue to break laws, but here's my prediction for you. My prediction is that Jesse Powell and Kraken will eventually lose. They will eventually lose money. They will eventually be held accountable when, but it's going to take a lot of losses, right? And it could take a while. Um, it could take a long time for political winds to shift, for people to get really pissed off, and then for people to be educated. They need to be educated in that these people are criminals and broke the law and that um, there weren't proper disclosures and all these like securities offerings. Um, and, and that these people um, are criminal. Um, they've been in this industry a long time. The law is not being enforced, right? So we need to have a shift. We need to have this shift where the law starts being enforced. So I am fine if people want to overturn some of these laws, you know, like money transmitter laws, you know, um, I'm fine with that. <clears throat> but go through the legal process first. Don't, ju don't just pretend like you have a different, you know, blockchain technology, a way to transfer value and that you, the laws don't apply to you. Um, that's what I hate. That's called hypocrisy. That's called on the road to tyranny where the law is not really enforced um, equally. I hate that. Um, so go to the proper channels, get the law uh, repealed if you don't like it. But while we have laws in this country, like securities laws, you better damn well follow them. And if you don't, I want to see your ass in jail. You know, I want to see you prosecuted. I want to see you, uh, you know, tried in a court of law uh, because this is criminal activity. You know, breaking the law is criminal. Um, and you... This company, Jesse Powell in particular, has defrauded a lot of people. Um, and he's, he's currently just breaking laws, you know, making billions of dollars and, and just laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, and he's going to be responsible for a lot of losses for a lot of people. And unfortunately, we're going to have to see a lot of losses come in first because the regulators aren't doing their job. They're getting paid off by the crypto industry. Guarantee you, Jesse Powell is making bribes and, and, and giving giving regulators and politicians probably crypto under the table. Or he's making deals. He's saying, I got a good I got a really good cushy, cushy job for you here. Um, 
you know, over at Kraken. You just got to help us, you know, avoid some regulatory trouble. And, it, you know, the job's yours. You know, great. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, Kraken probably wants to stay private because they don't have to open up their books as much as like a Coinbase does. So Coinbase is, is in a lot worse situation in a way uh, than Kraken. Now, the Coinbase IPO IPO'd because they just wanted to exit, right? They just they just basically wanted to dump their their shares um, at over overinflated prices on on a public, right? Um, so it was just a, a get rich quick, you know, get rich basically an exit scheme for the people who uh, were were the investors of of Coinbase. So they did very well. Um, Kraken, on the other hand, I'm sure they're making boatloads of money. Uh, it's really easy to do when you're basically um, a thief. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that they do have lots of private lawsuits against this company, um, but they probably just settle them all out of court because they definitely don't want anything to go through the court system because if they had to go through the court system and you know they didn't settle, um, they basically would have to share and open up their books and share a lot of personal information that I'm sure they don't want to get out. And they also don't want people to talk about their their winnings, right? If they win an arbitration deal with them, they don't want people to talk about it. They probably have a non-disclosure because they don't want other people knowing that they'll just settle because I, I'm pretty sure this guy will settle with anybody um, because he doesn't want anything brought into court. He doesn't want the public to know uh, about any kind of deals they're making um, publicly. But Jesse Powell really should be in jail. Um, he's the head of this company. This company is offering security product, products. And I'm really tired of the SEC just sort of finding them some stupid fee and then letting them continue on. Like, there's no real consequence here. Uh, you're giving them a, a, a tiny fee. There's no personal consequence. Like, there's no there's no DOJ coming after these people, even though they, they violated the law uh, blatantly and several, several times. Um why aren't these people in jail? You know, I really do want to see them in jail. And I think that we can get them in jail if and when, you know, there's a lot, there's going to have to be a lot of losses though. Unfortunately, people are going to have to lose a lot of money and, and, uh, and then they're going, the public hopefully will be outraged. And then what you, what you, what you will have is politicians who will capitalize on this outrage. They'll turn in a heartbeat. You know, all these, these senators and these politicians and these regulators like on the side of crypto right now they're supporting it because they're getting probably bribes under the table uh they're getting cushy jobs in the sector uh so they're really friendly with these people well that's going to turn on a dime the second that the mass of masses of people uh lose lose a lot of money they understand that they've been defrauded they want basically jesse powell in jail right that so this will happen eventually but it might take a long time and um, in the meantime, there's probably going to be lots of lawsuits against Kraken. They're going to be eaten away at, at just by lawsuits, in my opinion. And there's going to be some that make it into the, into the real court system, not the private arbitration system, but the real court system. And somebody's not going to settle because they're going to want to make an example out of, out of Kraken. They're going to want everything public. You know, they want to want the public to see it. And that's coming. You know, that's, that is coming. Um, it, I don't know when, but I do predict that this industry and all of these crypto companies and a lot of these people that had them are probably going to jail by the end of this. Now it could be 10 years. I'm not saying it's going to be anytime soon. Uh, but I do think that these people will basically, um, 
basically be fined, you know, all their money will be gone and they'll be in jail for decades, you know, probably for the rest of their life because they'll be, you know, past middle age when they probably are prosecuted finally. And then, um, you know, maybe they'll be in jail for the rest of their life. Uh, but, but, um, am I being too harsh? I mean, I don't think so. Theft is a crime. Fraud is a crime and breaking the law should be respected. If we are a country, if we want to be a country where there's a rule of law, right, is respected, we can't have, um, we can't allow people to break the law and just get away with it. Because you know what this does is that the SEC and the DOJ's um, inaction here has allowed this entire industry to flourish, for fraud to flourish, um, and for people to say, you know what, if Jesse Powell can create an exchange, if, if he doesn't, if he can list securities and not register them, if, if he, um, I don't even think he, I don't, like if, if he can um, trade against his customers, if, if he can just go out, like the power, he just claims the power has gone out or whatever, freeze accounts willy nilly. Like if he, if he can um, basically um, break money transmitter laws, right? Because the Bitcoin miners are not, are not KYC. Um, if, if they can uh, get away with this, basically listing unregistered securities is the main one. Um, but also, um, but now, you know, the staking, the, the staking pool one, that's a big one is offering, offering like people that put, put your crypto with, with Kraken, um, offering them to put, uh, to join like the Kraken staking pool, right. Where they're staking a coin in a protocol and earning like rewards. Uh, that is a big one to me, um, that's going unnoticed right now. Uh, that's illegal too because it's a it's a an unregistered uh, securities offering, um, and so you know they just call it another name. They call it staking so that they confuse, I guess, people and what what's really going on. But um, this is clearly breaking the law, uh, and and so why are they allowed to to get away with this? Uh, because people are just going to say, look, they're not prosecuting them, and they should be. Uh, so why does he get to make billions of dollars? right and, and and break the law but i don't get to so then they'll just say well risk reward i'll break the law too um because chances are they're not going to come after me and if they do they're not going to come after me for 10 years and by then i'll be you know a billionaire and i can afford the fees that's what everybody rational who's who's like looking at this crypto space is feeling right now um and pretty much everybody who's big in this space is breaking the law. Now there's some, there are some exceptions, but these exchanges, right? Most new crypto companies, they don't really um, go through the proper channels. Um, they don't fall, they don't cross their T's and dot their I's. They're, they're not set up, you know, in compliant with the law. Uh, they're breaking the law, especially if you're launching a new token um, and you're selling this token and, and what you say about it. Most, most tokens, are in fact um, securities. And uh, it's just really sad to see all the fraud in this space, people going unpunished, people breaking the law, um, and nobody really gives a shit. I mean, no one cares. Like, so you have hardly anybody criticizing this space. Big names, they don't give a shit. You have like, you have um, 
you know, media people that, that are just, you know, I don't know, businessy type media people, uh, shilling this stuff and like not, not taking your critical eye at all, uh, to this stuff. And, um, you know, Jim Chanos was saying the reason nobody, nobody really is calling, calls out fraud and stuff, um, unless they have a, a financial incentive to do so. So like shorting a company, I suppose, uh, helps with that. Cause, cause somebody who is criticizing it could short and make money, um, from, 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 um, from criticism. Um, but you know, yeah, if the regulators aren't willing to, to find people to go after the law, I think people can bring personal lawsuits. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, the state has the power has, is the only people in power to prosecute criminally, right? They're, so um, if they're, you know, if they're not willing to do their jobs, like if the DOJ isn't willing to, pro- to prosecute like crimes, right? Um, then, you know, I don't think they should have that power, right? They, the, the people give them the power to prosecute. And if they're not willing to do it, if they're not willing to go after people that break the law, if they're not willing to do their jobs and at least do them, um, as fairly as possible, go after everybody who breaks the law, not just a few people. You can't, you can't let some people off the hook and other people, um, while nailing other people, how is that fair? Uh, if they're not able to do their job, then we, the people need to take this power away from them. And I don't, I honestly, it's, it's, it's not pretty, right? Because the reason why we give up our power to seek justice individually you know, if somebody has wronged you, what well, what do you do if there's no court of law? You just try to go steal from his family, right? Are you an eye for an eye? That's justice. Uh, well, we, we give in a civilized society, we give the state the power, right? We give the state the power to prosecute crimes. And crimes are so bad because they happen against another individual, not against society. So while um, the state is the one doing the prosecution, Right, this is doing the prosecution uh, because um, we live in a civilized society, so they're like a third neutral party, right? But if they're not willing to to do the prosecution, the state, and not willing to do it equally, then they need to give up this power. They should give up this power and give it back to the people. But that doesn't work either, because then because then people to seek their own justice, right? Because fraud is theft. Um, what would people in caveman days do? Well, they would just go, go to the people who stole from them, you know, and get back at them by stealing something from that tribe or, you know, causing pain to that tribe somehow. Well, we don't want to go back to that. We want, we want to have justice be as objective, unbiased as possible. We want to have proof. We want to have standards. We want to have a court of law, uh, and we want a neutral party to do the prosecution. We want all of this, but it's currently not working, right? Why is that? Well, because it's been corrupted, right? There's been people that have bribed off prosecutors. The whole entire crypto industry has been able to bribe prosecutors at every single level. They've been able to bribe regulators at every single level. Um, And so there's just this culture of not going after people that break the law. Um, but that's a society that we really can't live in. And it's not so much the principle of breaking the law. Now it is, it is the principle of breaking the law, but 
what really um, is is bad about this is that the law um, is there for a reason. And, you know, like, theft is a crime. You are actually harming another individual. That's why we have fraud laws. Uh, that's why we have securities laws. Securities laws are, try are trying to prevent as much fraud as possible because with securities laws, there are certain disclosures that have to be made. If an investment scheme fits a certain type, right? Uh, it, there's just certain things that we have in our law that, that helps try to prevent as much fraud as possible. Now that we realize that we can't prevent all fraud, but if you have to register your product, if you have to say your name and address, if you have to say what you're selling and why, if you have to make certain disclosures about, you know, insiders or whatever, um, or there's like a lockup period or, or whatever there is, um, then, uh, you know, you have to talk about what your promises, what you're, what, what you're promising, what you're not promising, the risks involved, all of these things help us um, navigate, you know, better understand maybe what's a scam, maybe what's not, what's a viable business, what is not. And if Jesse Powell at Kraken doesn't have to do this, right? When he says, hey, you have, uh, you have tokens here, join our staking pool. And they don't have to disclose any risks. They don't have to register with the SEC that this is an investment scheme, which it clearly is. Um, then they're breaking the law. And when, um, when these risks aren't disclosed, when um, people don't really know that this is an investment product, you know, because it's not explicit, when uh, people don't really understand what this is, what staking is, uh, and what your, you know, what risk you have when you stake with Kraken in a pool, perhaps, um, they don't, they don't fully understand what they're getting into, and there's just more potential for fraud, and it's fraud to lie about an investment, and Kraken not actually, you know, telling its customers this is an investment. Technically, uh, you're taking some risk here. And not going through the proper hoops of you're supposed to register this with the SEC, and the SEC then has purview over this exchange, right? Because now Kraken is selling an investment product called the staking pool at Kraken for all these various token schemes that they have. Uh, so they don't want the SEC down their back, right? They don't want to have to um, have SEC regulators in there asking questions about these staking products. And then, you know, they're going to start asking more questions about what they list, what tokens they list, how fundamental they were to the airdrop of Luna 2 to their customers, because ultimately um, the way the airdrop happens is if you were a customer of Kraken and had Luna 1, well, guess what? The only way to, to airdrop you Luna 2 is to do it through Kraken. So Kraken and Luna 2 basically are issuers of this new token called Luna 2. Um, so there's all kinds of, and this is just scratching the surface, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on with these exchanges, and I'm just pointing out Kraken in particular. Um, but I, I really do think this guy should be prosecuted, Kraken should be prosecuted. But, you know, um, the public is going to have to shift, people are going to have to lose money, because um, uh, the mood has to just change. And right now, everybody's having fun at the casino, <laughs> at least some people are, some people are making a lot of money. Uh, trading these things, listing these things, including Kraken and the employees there who are, I'm sure, right, have inside knowledge uh, of, of all of these new token listings. 
uh, and they're probably getting paid right to list. And there's all kinds of funny stuff that's going on there um, that, that the customers, retail customers just don't know about. Uh, but yeah, I mean, people are going to have to lose a lot of money, be educated, and there's going to be enough outrage. And, you know, is, is, well, they say, well, Kraken's too big to fail. Well, if customers have lost a lot of money, if most of their customers have lost a lot of money and are trying to sue them, um, it doesn't really matter if Kraken fails, right? Because if they're losing all their customers' money, uh, then they need to be shut down and they need to be gone after personally. And I do think jail is appropriate for him. Um, he has um, broken the law. He's broken numerous laws. And, he, and these people just laugh about it. Uh, and they do deserve jail. Um, you know, I don't know how much, but I think he does deserve prison time. Um, a lot of people in crypto do. And I want to see more people start calling for their heads. Like, not literally, but like, I want to see more people calling for these crypto bros to basically be prosecuted. And until we see that, you know, like right now we just see the sad stories about some people committing suicide or, or just losing all their wealth, all their money that they invested in different tokens, like say the Luna one blow up, um, just sad sob stories, right. Are just being written, but there's no calls to action. They're like, maybe some calls about regulating the space, right. But who believes that's going to happen? All I've seen is people saying, maybe we should regulate this. Well, maybe we should, but maybe we should also throw these people in jail, you know? And I'm not saying just literally throw them in jail. Like, let, let's prosecute them through the courts, you know, have have a burden of proof here. But let's, let's at least go after these people. And I don't think that people realize they're being defrauded. I don't think they understand what fraud is. I don't even think they understand it's basically theft. It is, a th it is a form of theft. And until people realize that like, it wasn't just them, it wasn't just their trading mistake. It wasn't just their fault. Like, yes, they hold, they have part partial responsibility for just randomly buying whatever token, hoping to get rich. So I think that people tend to think, well, I gambled. Yeah, it sucks. I lost all my money. There's nothing I can really do about it. It's my fault. Well, it is partly their fault, but it's also partly not. It's also that they went to a rigged casino and it's, so they went to a casino, but, but let's just say it was a rigged casino where the house is like secretly, you know, got some cards that are, they're, they're cheat cards. So they are gambling, but they don't know that they're gambling in a fraud house, right? Where they're being scammed left and right, where they're being lied to um, by Jesse Powell and everybody at Kraken uh, and every, every crypto exchange, basically. Um, they're taking their money. They don't realize it, right? So they, people are thinking, you know, it's their fault partly. And it is because they basically are just gambling. But in a sense, if you go to, if you go gamble, you kind of know that you could lose everything, or at least you think you might, you could. Most people think they can. Um, so they kind of blame themselves when they, when they maybe, you know, gambled too much or whatever, and they ended up losing more than they, they, they thought that they, you know, would, right? They thought they could hit it big, but they ended up losing. Well, um, most people believe that casinos are operated fairly. They realize that the game itself sometimes 
is um, stacked against them, but that everyone has to play by the same rules, right? Which is not true in crypto. There's some people in crypto that have inside information. But when you go to a blackjack table, you you know the odds. You know there's a lot of basically just luck. There's maybe some skill, whatever, in some games like poker. But you know the odds. and you But you do, you, you believe that the game is being played fairly. And there's nobody that really with cheat cards. There's nobody like stealing chips from you, you know, invisibly maybe. Uh, you you just you know that the game is set up this way, but it's pr- pretty fair. You know there's cameras everywhere. Um, you just assume that that's that's how the, the the games work. I mean, everybody sort of realizes that the house always wins, but this usually refers to the fact that um, people tend to um, n- um, gamble. Most people tend to gamble, uh, get really excited about their winnings, and then they keep keep playing, right? And then like eventually they'll lose money because it's gambling. Your odds of winning are just not that great. So eventually you'll, you'll lose. Um, but that's not what's going on in these crypto exchanges. Um, there's gambling. Yes. Because you don't know what, what token, you know, you're just throwing money on basically whatever red or black or whatever, just hoping, right. Hoping and praying. But the system is not set up fairly because there's people that have inside information and these people are the ones exploiting you. These are the people that, ha- that, that have more knowledge than you. And the reason why they keep coming back to trade against you is because they have this knowledge and they can take your money very easily. So the system is, the, the exchanges are rigged in a way that a casino is not. And that's my problem with it. And in this country, we do, we do regulate gambling um, separately, right? We, have, we, have, we usually have different laws for gambling or different, um, I don't know, I don't know, there's a gambling commission. Maybe it's lax now because there's a lot of internet gambling. And this, this really took off, I guess, online, I think relatively recently. Uh, maybe they've, they've relaxed a lot of standards. But there's still, I think, some standards with gambling, um, but the crypto industry, they, they, they can, you know, they call themselves an exchange. They call themselves trading commodities. Um, and they've really done one over the public and, and, and making the public believe that these things aren't just gambling casinos that are rigged, right? They think that these are real, they, they think these are real investments. Like they, they, they peddle this on CNBC, for God's sake. And CNBC is supposed to be this place where you go to get investment uh, <laughs> knowledge or just popular investment opinion. And half the show ends up being about crypto. Um, <clears throat> how can, so they market this stuff as investments. And if you're marketing yourselves as a place for, for pensions to come in, I mean, they want pensions, public pensions to buy crypto. Um, they're marketing all of this stuff as real investments. <laughs> and that's the problem is that the SEC should be all over this <coughs> because of their marketing alone. You know, we can we can talk about whether tokens are securities at different different date. But if you're going to market yourself as a security, if you're going to market yourself as an investment, all these tokens, if you don't want to be treated as a gambling house under casino laws, then maybe the SEC should be regulating you 
because why why on earth are you talking about like marketing this stuff as investment products and then you say no 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 we're not selling securities we don't want the sec coming in i don't understand that logic um because they constantly talk about how in uh, bitcoin and other cryptos need to be in retirement accounts uh there's all this evidence for how they market this does not align with you know how they're being regulated and i'm really really fed up with how many laws these people are breaking uh and without anybody doing anything about it i mean if we're going to be a country that respects the rule of law, which I hope that we we will be, um, this is a serious problem. Um, and I don't. Again, I, my prediction is this: these people will eventually uh, at least be privately sued, and then probably personally, personally, probably um, the state will prosecute. Some state will. All it takes is one red state or one blue state. You know, uh, where the political winds shift and this this person wants to make a name for themselves and they start prosecuting these people. And there's 50 states. Right. So there's 50 attorney generals. And I guarantee you, you know, some lefties are cuddling up to the, the crypto industry right now. Uh, but um, it doesn't really seem to be um, a Democrat. I don't think it's a Democrat. Uh, talking point really to be shilling crypto in my opinion this is something they don't want to align themselves with uh and eventually i think most democrats will come around to being against the crypto industry and hopefully a, an ag from a very blue state uh because kraken pretty much has customers in every state probably except new york but every other every state pretty much has kraken customers except new york so anybody from this state can go to their ag and say look um you need to go after this guy you need to go after them, shut Kraken down, <laughs> prosecute him. You know, we want to see this guy in jail. I mean, all, there, I mean, this could this could easily happen if political winds shift. If a lot of people lose money, I think it's going to take a lot of people losing money and just outrage. Uh, and we might have a long ways until that happens. Um, until people realize that it's not just their fault. They did go to a casino, but this casino was was highly highly rigged and just fraudulent. Um, so anyways, I think, I think I'm done, um, done commenting here. If anybody has any questions, they can, they can ask. Um, but yeah, I, just as a follow-up aside, um, I want to create this app that makes it very easy to sue personally people in crypto and companies. If you've heard of the app do not pay they advertise themselves as a robot lawyer and they basically just help you get a lawsuit going and it's usually for stuff like ending scam calls or but they have a whole list of, of topics that they legally help you help you get started on um and it's because ha getting a lawyer is very expensive and, and the average person can't um doesn't know that they can actually fight certain certain companies and that they'll probably just settle with them um, so I think we need something like that for the crypto industry and crypto people in particular, you know, going after these pumpers, these people that, that tell you to hodl, you know, I think you can sue them personally. Um, and then I also want to create like a side-by-side, -side, like a ranking list of, you know, which companies, what, what laws are, what laws do I think each of these crypto companies are breaking and like rank them from <laughs> the company that's breaking the most laws you know, in the company that, that I think is doing pretty good. 
and just list out everywhere I think they're breaking the law, and then um, it just be like a ranked site, I guess, of of companies um, in the space, and it would just be a, a clue to see who's breaking the law, and maybe there'd be some discussion around it about how they maybe they'll they'll come to their defense and say, well, we're not breaking this law, but I doubt it. Uh, but I just I'm just sort of, sort of like disgusted by this space and how many laws all these companies, these bill, you know, these companies are worth billions and like they're breaking so many laws and just getting away with it and laughing about it on Twitter. I mean, these, these Bitcoin people, I think are some of the most despised people. Um, you know, they really come across super smug, super arrogant. Uh, like they don't care about anybody else. Like they don't care if they defraud people like Jesse Powell saying he lists Luna two on a Kraken is not an endorsement of the token. So Clearly, his company is endorsing it if you're listing it. Like, you had to go do, do a legal analysis. You had to do a risk profile on it. Um, all of these things. And, like, so you're listing something that you personally believe is worth zero, but you're letting your customers trade it so you can make fees. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I don't think a judge is going to really – or a court of law. People you know, of your peers are going to be really on your side when they – they, they hear your statement about how you listed tokens that you personally believe were worthless, uh, but you wanted to make money for yourself on the fees. So we'll see what happens to Jesse Powell, but I don't think his outlook is very bright. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just end it here.